Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 25th. Today is the first day of this week's Come Follow Me block. And this week we're going to be studying Isaiah chapters 50 through 57. So let's jump into Isaiah chapter 50 verse 1. Now, let's remember some context here. Here Isaiah is speaking to here Isaiah is speaking to Judah and Judah has got this attitude that the Lord has abandoned them. That's part of the reason why as we studied yesterday, the Lord reassured them and reminded them that even though a woman can forget her sucking child, he cannot forget them, that he has them graven on the palms of his hands and that their salvation, their walls are continuously before him. He's reminding them, I'm not forgetting you. I am constantly remembering you. And here in chapter 50, verse 1, we're going to see the same sort of sentiment. Let's take a look at what it says. He's going to ask some really poignant questions. He says, Thus saith the Lord, Where is the bill of your mother's divorcement, who I have put away? Or which of my creditors is it to whom I have sold you? Behold, for your iniquities ye have sold yourselves, and for your transgressions is your mother put away. He's saying, Guys, Judah, listen to me. Show me where I have left you. Where is the bill of your mother's divorcement? Show me where I caused this or where I chose to leave or abandon you. Show me which one of your creditors I have sold you to. Where did I abandon you? And then he goes on and he says, behold, you have sold yourselves. It's for your transgressions that there is a distance between the two of us right now. Now, I think that that is so incredibly powerful and super important to understand. However, I do want to just throw this warning out there. There are times in our lives where we feel distanced from God. And I think it's important that we recognize and that we realize that that doesn't always necessarily come from transgression. Oftentimes it does, but it doesn't always. There can be times in our lives where we are praying, where we are doing everything in our power to receive answers from God or to feel close from God. And for some reason, we just aren't. And it might have nothing to do with sin. Sometimes if we're struggling with our mental health, whether that's depression or anxiety, that can make us feel totally distanced from God. If you'll remember, I've talked about it before, but my experience with postpartum depression, and I remember praying to God and just telling him that if he would tell me what I did wrong, if he would tell me where I had messed up, that I would fix it so that I could feel close to him again. That was all that I wanted, but it didn't occur to me that I was dealing with postpartum depression. I didn't feel sad. I just didn't feel anything. I felt empty. And so sometimes when we feel that distance from God, maybe there's some mental illness playing into it a little bit. Maybe we're struggling mentally with our anxiety or depression, or perhaps maybe God is taking a step back to see what we will do without that guidance or without that constant feeling him in our lives. I think that moments like that, when we don't feel God close to us, but we just continue powering through and following him are moments of great spiritual growth for us. Don't get me wrong, it is very difficult, but it can be very good for us to see how strong we are and how much we desire to follow God. However, 
The other option is maybe we have just done wrong. Maybe we have transgressed and thus distanced ourselves from God. And that clearly was the case here for Judah because the Lord, because the Lord flat out calls them out on it. He says, you sold yourselves. Now, I love that visual here. He's saying, I didn't sell you to your creditors. You sold yourselves. You brought yourselves into this bondage. Back in 2012, Paul V. Johnson gave a talk at BYU called Free to Choose Liberty or Captivity. And I couldn't download, for whatever reason, I couldn't download the audio of this talk. And there's quite a bit of it that I love. So I'm going to quote him and this talk. And I apologize that it's a little bit longer. Normally I'd play it, but I just couldn't get that downloaded. But listen to what he says. First, he starts out the talk by talking about the war in heaven and that God wouldn't let him bind or destroy the gift of agency in that war. And so that now Satan's attempts is to hold us captive and lead us captive. Then he goes on to say, this sounds like a contradiction. Satan tried to destroy agency. Our heavenly father wouldn't allow it and cast him out. Satan now deceives and blinds men and he leads them captive at his will. If he is leading people captive, doesn't it sound like he is destroying agency? The fact is, he couldn't destroy agency in pre-earth life, and he can't do it now either. But he leads us captive by enticing us to sin. When we sin, we subject ourselves to him. We, in effect, give part of our agency to him. He can't take it from us, but we can relinquish it. Phrases from scriptures illustrate this important principle. Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. To whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey. They choose evil works rather than good. Therefore the spirit of the devil did enter into them and did take possession of their house. And this because of their own iniquity being led captive by the will of the devil." Lehi taught his sons plainly, wherefore men are free according to the flesh, and all things are given them which are expedient unto man, and they are free to choose liberty and eternal life through the great mediator of all men, or to choose captivity and death according to the captivity and power of the devil. For he seeketh that all men might be miserable like unto himself. Elder James E. Talmadge wrote, Satan exerts a mastery over the spirit's that have been corrupted by his practices. He seeks to molest and hinder mankind in good efforts, yet in all these malignant doings, he can go no farther than the transgression of the victim may enable him, or the wisdom of God may permit. So what makes it possible for the adversary to make evil and sin enticing? How do you sell misery and bondage and disappointment? Well, you have to lie. Satan is a liar. In fact, he is the father of all lies. The only way he can sell sin is to portray it as something it isn't. He has to convince people that evil is good, that momentary pleasure equates with long-term joy, and that sin leads to freedom and happiness instead of bondage and misery. He throws in the idea that good is evil and that righteousness is bondage. Satan is a master at marketing. He has been doing it a long time, and the foundation of his marketing scheme is always lies. Satan carefully leads people into bondage. Just as we progress line upon line in righteousness, we move to bondage 
sin upon sin. This is one reason parents and leaders are so concerned when a young person starts to make wrong choices. Once we get entangled in the adversary's cords, getting out is much more difficult than getting in. When we yield ourselves to the adversary, we become things to be acted upon instead of free to act for ourselves. Because we have sinned and thus subjected ourselves to the will of the devil to some degree, we need somehow to be freed from the bondage of sin. Through his atonement, Jesus Christ has the power to break these chains, this captivity. No matter our sins and weaknesses, dishonesty, pride, hypocrisy, laziness, greed, immorality, addictions, anger, word of wisdom problems, we can be freed from any degree of bondage. Each of us has experienced this as we have repented. We have felt true freedom as we have been forgiven. Sometimes these bonds seem to burst and we are immediately freed. Other times the cords are loosened rather than burst. But whether this happens all at once or gradually, the long-term effect is the same. We are free. And either way, it is miraculous. My friends, I testify that just as Satan would have us sell ourselves and become in bondage to him, the atonement of Jesus Christ breaks those binds and makes us free. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 